Psalms chapter 30, we're going to be in verse 5. I want to talk to you this morning about joy. You know, joy, God can give you joy. But you also sometimes have to fight to keep your joy. Because this world, and especially the enemy, wants to steal your joy. That song we sang this morning said, I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me. What does that tell you? Sometimes you got to go take your joy. you got to rise up above any circumstances in your life and say, you know what? I don't care what the world says. I don't care what, what circumstances tell me. I'm going to have joy. Because why? Because God gives me joy. So Psalms chapter 30, verse 5. Ryan, can you mute those other mics and stuff? Just For His anger endureth but a moment. In His favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Y'all, you find just look, I man, I've been there, y'all. Listen, I have been through low times in my life, and it seemed like there was no hope. It seemed like I was just going to be in this depressed state. I, I, I wondered sometimes if I even really knew what depression was, right? But you sometimes get to that point where you're like, yeah, I think this is depression. <laughs> I think this is what they talk about. I think this is what they mean when they talk about depression. But this word tells me that that stuff will happen for a little while. But guess what? Joy cometh in the morning. Joy cometh in the morning. You see, see, there's a time that you should rise in the morning and just say, I don't care what's going on. I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to have joy today. And you know, Satan's going to tell you, and look, man, he battles me all the way to work, telling me all these reasons why I shouldn't have joy. But I just tell him back. And it may take me a day or two to remember this, but I come back and I say, you know what? God gave me joy. I'm going to have joy. You're not going to steal my joy. You're not going to steal my peace because that's what he wants to do is take it away from you. Why is that? Have you ever wondered why he wants to steal your joy? You ever wondered that? Because see... <clears throat> he's a, he's the destroyer. But why does he want to steal your joy? Nehemiah tells you why. He alludes to it in one little verse, chapter eight and verse ten. The end of that verse says what? Some of y'all know. I only have to point it out to you. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You see, <clears throat> Nehemiah was tasked with rebuilding the walls in Jerusalem. The end of that verse, you know, they had, I think, if I remember right, they had basically completed the walls at this point, and he told them to go and make sacrifices to God to give him praise for what they had done, right? What he was, what they were able to do through him, his power. And the last part of that verse, Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 10 says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's why the devil wants to steal your joy. Because that is where your strength lies. Your strength lies in the joy of the Lord. 
I ain't getting through to some of y'all today. Y'all are not hearing what I'm telling you. Maybe you've been beat down too long. Maybe you've been beat down too long. Maybe you forgot what joy is. I understand that. I've been at points in my life, man, not very long ago, y'all. I don't know if y'all remember about a month ago, I got some joy, right? I told you about it. And I'm fighting right now to have to hang on to my joy. Even standing up here in the presence of you, the devil's telling me things. He's making accusations toward me. He's telling me you don't have nothing to share with these people. He's telling me you're not prepared. You, you don't know what you're talking about. And you know, if I begin to dwell in that, you know what happens? My joy leaves. You see, my joy does not grow when I dwell on my inadequacies. My joy is not in me, okay? That's why it's called the joy of the Lord. It's His joy that I need to be dwelling in, right? It doesn't come from within me. It comes from an outside source. You see, that's that's the wonderful thing about God. All of those problems that you have, all of the, the hang-ups that you have, all of your faults and failures and inadequacies and weaknesses, all of that stuff doesn't matter. Because it's not your joy that you need to be hanging on to. It's the joy of the Lord that's your strength. See, when you hang on to something outside of yourself, it takes you out of the picture. Right? See, we serve a mighty God. Y'all listen to what I'm saying this morning. We serve a mighty God. We serve a God that is worthy of praise. We serve a God that is to be exalted. Why? Because He can overcome any of the things of this world. He is an overcomer. And we are made overcomers through Him. Not us. Not our deeds. Not what we are capable of comprehending even. Because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ, the Word says we're made more than a conqueror. Are y'all getting a taste of this? Are you getting in it? See, look, up here it don't matter. You need to get it down in your spirit this morning. And when it gets in your spirit, you're going to see what I'm talking about. The joy of the Lord's going to fall on your head. Man, y'all come on. Alright, let's try another one. Y'all making this hard. Psalms 51. Psalms 51, verse 10. Everybody there? Now this is David, y'all. See, I like to give y'all a little bit of background because sometimes I jump in the middle of something you really need to understand what's going on here if you go back and read the first nine verses 
You'll see it's just all about repentance. David saying, Lord, I am so sorry. <laughs> Lord, I know what I've done and I know I shouldn't have done this. Forgive me, God. Okay? So put yourself in that position, y'all. I can't stress this enough this morning. Listen to what I'm telling you. Forget about what's going on around you right now. Verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Y'all, this is key, okay? This is key to where we're going today. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within me. See, there's too many of us with the wrong spirit, okay? And I see it on a lot of y'all's faces this morning. Especially when you come in and you're sitting here waiting. You got the wrong spirit. And you know what's wonderful? You can tell that thing to leave. See, you got power in the name of Jesus. Y'all don't know the power you have. Some of y'all have forgot the power you have in the name of Jesus. Right? So remember this. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Why is he praying that? Because he knows that's his source. This is David, y'all. Way back before the day of Pentecost. Way before Jesus ever died on the cross. Listen to how he's praying. This is how we pray today. You think he didn't have some kind of spiritual insight. Man, this guy understood what was necessary. Verse 12, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold with me thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Y'all, this is Scripture to hang on to right here. Because look, I've been on both sides. I've been down and out. I've been financially poor. I've been sick at times. I've been just felt like I've been beat up by life. And I've been on the other side too, full of joy, overflowing. Where do you think I want to stay? Y'all, look, I know some people like to dwell in their, in their, in their shame and pity. They want people to feel sorry for them. Y'all, that ain't a good place to be. I don't care how many of y'all feel sorry for me. It ain't worth it. But I tell you what is worth it. And what's worth fighting for. And what's worth hanging on to. And that's the joy of the Lord. And you see David right here. He's turning around. See, he's been going one way. Heading toward destruction. Going through sin in his life. And he's turning around. That's what Romans chapter 8 says we ought to do. It says mortify the deeds of the body. You look up the definition of mortify. I've told you all this time after time. It means put them to death. Put it to death. Turn around and go the other direction. And that's what David did. He's repented and he said, Now Lord, restore a right spirit within me. Because I know what I had before is not the right spirit. And what I need is joy. So don't hold back your Holy Ghost from me. 
Bring me into your presence because I know that's where my joy is. My joy is in the presence of the Lord. My joy is the strength of, that's my strength is the joy of the Lord. You see, you can't find the kind of joy I'm talking about in the things of this world. Y'all listen. You listen to what I'm telling you right now. Forget everything else you've ever heard. I don't care what you think, okay? You cannot find the kind of joy I'm talking about in the things of this world. You can't find, listen, you can't find the kind of joy I'm talking about in your kids. You hear what I said? That ain't what this world teaches you. Brandon just had him a little boy back there. And y'all, I guarantee you, Brandon is proud of that boy. I know Brandon. I know how he is. And I guarantee you, the moment that boy was born, light on his face, right? That is his pride and joy right there. But y'all, I don't care how much Brandon loves that boy. That is not a comparison to the joy of the Lord. All right? Now, it's a wonderful thing. Don't get me wrong. I love my kids. And I hope Brandon loves his boy. It don't compare. It ain't a blip on the radar for what God has in store for you. When you begin to seek His joy, listen to me, that's the joy of the Lord that's your strength. It's that joy that's your strength. You see, I do a whole lot of things for my kids. Man, I still get down and out. And y'all, I get down and out serving God sometimes. But you know why? Because I'm not trying to hang on to that joy. It's something you got to fight for. It's something worth fighting for. You see, the enemy wants to come in and just destroy everything you got and take your joy. And if your joy, listen to this now, this is, this is wisdom, okay? This ain't my wisdom, this is wisdom though. If your joy is in your kids, and your joy is in your stuff, what happens when it's gone? Where are you going to get your joy from? What happens when that kid turns on you? Y'all don't look at me like that ain't ever going to happen. They'll turn on you. Right? They may turn back. But they will let you down. If your joy is, is all bundled up in your kids and your stuff... Y'all, I like my car, but it's already five years old. It ain't nearly as nice as it was when it's brand new. And you know, I find myself not even caring what it looks like. Because I just, I drive to work every day, right? Back and forth. I don't think about my car. But if my joy was in that thing every time a little ding got on it, man, it just, it just destroyed me inside, right? If that's where my joy was. If my joy was in my kids, every time they said a, a, <clears throat> a harsh word toward me, just destroy me. And that's not where my strength is, right? 
If I put my strength there, if that's where I'm getting my strength from, it's not going to be very strong. It's going to be weak from time to time. But I want you to understand that the joy of the Lord, when that's your strength, when your joy is coming from Him, you see, He's a constant. Y'all know what a constant is. It's something that does not change. Never. There's no nothing you can do. A constant is always the same thing. God is a constant. When you draw from Him, when your joy comes from Him, guess what? The only time you can be weak then is when you allow that joy to leave. When you do something that would cause it to leave. When you somehow allow the enemy to come in and steal it. And you don't fight for it to get it back. But if you're doing everything right, okay? If you're keeping sin out of your life, and when you do sin, you immediately repent and say, God, forgive me. I don't want you leaving. I don't want you leaving. It's not worth it. Y'all hear what I'm telling you? When you stay in that place that David was talking about, you stay in His presence. And you hang on to that joy with everything you got. And when the enemy comes in, you say, "Uh uh-uh, you ain't taking my joy. Guess what? You stay strong. You stay strong. He will not let you down. He will not forsake you. He won't turn His back on you. He won't rust and fall apart. He is a constant. That's where your joy needs to be coming from. You need to focus on Him. Listen, I don't care about your circumstances. I don't care. You know why I can say that? Because I've seen my circumstances at times get in the way. My circumstances tell me one thing, but the joy of the Lord tells me something totally different. You see, when circumstances rise up, the doctors tell you something ain't going to happen right in your body. The doctors tell you you're sick, you ain't going to recover. The joy of the Lord tells you I don't care because the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of my body don't do anything for me. It's the joy of the Lord that's my strength. You begin to depend on Him. You depend on His His strength, His joy. You forget about what circumstances say. Circumstances tell you all kinds of things that are not good. There's a whole lot of voices in this world, y'all. Sometimes those voices will come at you and tell you something that sounds good. How many of y'all know the devil is a deceiver? How many of y'all know that he may sound good on the surface? But there's nothing but death and destruction underneath. What voice are you listening to? Back to that first verse we read. Psalms 30 and 5 says, For His anger endureth but a moment. Have y'all ever felt the anger of God? Y'all, I felt times, it felt like anyway. I don't know if it was the anger of God. But if it's any worse than that, I don't want to get close. 
There's times it seems like God's angry with you. And you know what? The times that I feel like that way, I don't have to sit there and ponder, well, what in the world could God be mad at me about? I know, right? I know what I've done wrong. I'm immediately convicted. I know where I have messed up. That anger endures but a moment, y'all. Listen now. How many of y'all know your life is just a vapor? It seems, man, it seems like an eternity when you're a kid. It seems like it took forever for Christmas to get here. And I know y'all hear this all the time. People get older and as they get to a certain point, they realize you don't have but just a little while. His anger endureth but a moment in His favor. Listen, in His favor is life. That's where I want to stay. I want to stay in His favor. Weeping may endure for a night. Man, I've cried at times because of what I've done, because maybe my circumstances. Sit and cried. But joy cometh in the morning. You know what that means? Another verse I shared with y'all a couple weeks ago says that His mercies are renewed every morning. Right? Let's just start over. (laughs) Right? You may have had a bad day yesterday. You may have had a bad morning trying to get to church this morning. I remember those times. Luckily, I don't have to deal with that much anymore. I just get up, do my thing, and come to church. My wife has to deal with the kids then. But I remember some mornings trying to get to church. It just seemed like one wall, an obstacle after another come up. Kids don't want to get motivated. The water shut off. The Whatever. I mean, all these little things, you know. And you finally make it to church and you're just exhausted. Let's just start over. Right now, just, just forget all that stuff. See, that's the wonderful thing about God. He will take you when you come to Him. You come to Him right now and say, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Maybe you don't need enough forgiveness. Maybe you're good with God right now, but you're just looking for that joy. Just say, God, I want joy. And then you talk talk to the devil, y'all. Talk to him. He's not out there someplace where he can't hear what you're saying, just hurting you left and right. No, he hears you. You tell the devil. You tell him, Scripture. He knows the Bible. You tell him, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Get out of here. I'm hanging on to it. I ain't letting go of it. You ain't going to steal my joy today. Keep reminding him and he'll leave. You tell him in the name of Jesus Christ and he'll leave. He will lose his grip on you. He wants to steal your joy. He wants to tear you down. And the way he does that is he begins by separating you from God. You know what happens in a war when a little group gets separated and cut off from the rest? They die. You know what happens to my finger if I cut my finger off? If I don't reattach it, it dies. It's dead. Cut off from the source of life, right? There couldn't be no better analogy, gal. You get separated from God. Guess what happens? You die. You die. And it's a slow, 
painful death. The enemy begins to just pick you apart. Piece by piece. Once that joy is gone, he just starts having his way with you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Y'all say this with me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. There's power in that word. There is power in the knowledge of that word. 